0: Hi, good morning everyone. This is Sirisha Varma, founder chief strategist at Branding My Pixels, a visual content and digital marketing company coming right to you from Hyderabad, India. If you are a new listener to my podcast, welcome to my podcast, which is called a School of Marketing for Small and Medium Businesses. We deal with all issues that small and medium businesses face today, right from whether you need to deci- whether you decide um, to start on your own or not, whether you be a professional or a business person, uh, there is a lot of difference between being a professional and a business person, which we will talk in the coming podcast. But if you are an active business person, then you also need to know about marketing. Because most of us are so busy with our day-to-day activities in um, being a business owner that we don't give the importance, we don't give as much importance to marketing as is needed. That is the reason we have started this podcast. Um, These are all lessons that I have learned through my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, We are a three-year-old digital marketing company. And I have learned a lot through this journey because I'm a first-generation entrepreneur and there was nobody to guide me and teach me. So whatever I have learned, it is uh, from other people, uh, my peers. It is by dis uh, by talking about business, by talk by questioning about the different uh, reasons behind why a businessman decides to take a certain path instead of some other path. And um, whatever is coming to you live through these advices is all through my experience and what has uh, made me successful so far. So and um, we have started a series um, called as Entrepreneurs Beware because whenever I log in into Facebook or Instagram or even on YouTube, I find all these sponsored ads regarding um, people motivating youngsters to start a business um, and how great it is to have your own business, how simply uh, you can start it out in this um, internet age where uh, it is very easy for you to market across to the whole world fr- right from your uh, home laptop, sitting at home and sipping that cappuccino from Starbucks and how you can make Tons and tons of money within a short period of time. And um, but I only hear about all these motivational videos. Um, I never see a step by step guide regarding what you can do to start your business and become successful. Because trust me, 90 percent of the businesses that are out there, which are small and medium businesses, will fail within the first three years right? That is a huge statistic. If 90% of businesses are failing, then that means there is something wrong, which is happening. And those three years of your life is wasted. So I wanted to start a series regarding which I can take you through the step by step process regarding what you can do each week, depending on when you start. So in the last few episodes, we have talked about the four steps to start, that is once uh, Excuse me. This um, the four steps to start podcast deals with what you need to do before you take the final decision of becoming an entrepreneur. If entrepreneurship is the right uh, thing for you to do, and whether the reason for you to start on this journey is right or not. Because trust me, there's so many people who start on this journey um, without having the right reasons. And if you don't have the right reasons to start, then you are doomed to fail. We also talked about the five startup things for startup in our previous episodes. Um, These are all the things that you need to do when you have decided to start your own business. And in our last week's episode, we talked about the three places to get paying customers because trust me, most of the small, small and medium businesses, they don't fail because of a bad product or service. They only Fail because they don't have any paying customers. And entrepreneurs are human, right? At the end of the day, you and I, we have our own insecurities, we have our own lack of uh, confidence sometimes when we and we are loners, the whole reason of becoming an entrepreneur sometimes is because you are a loner, you are a control freak and you want to do everything by yourself and you think the best way to get um, anything done in life is to do it by yourself. That is the reason we start up um, that, that is valid for 70% of the small businesses because uh, we think the best way to do things is by doing it ourselves rather than being an employee in some other company where you don't have any control. Um, but one of the issues that comes with this territory is that since you are a loaner, since you are a control freak, uh, you don't know where to get paying customers because you don't work with the fundamentals of networking, you don't understand the importance of networking. So our last podcast um, talks about three specific places from where you can get your first paying customers from and three different places in a last podcast has been number one is business networking organizations you could join one of these bni Thai cii if you are from india uh, bni is a worldwide organization so you could also join it if you are listening in from other countries but specific to each country there will be some business organizations so go ahead google it up research um and then join this most of these um organizations they give you a a directory with all the members listed and probably they'll have uh, one business meeting every month so it is not a lot of work but you are getting all your database regarding your fellow businessmen to whom you can always call up or email regarding your product or service and that is where you can get your first paying customer and the second place to go to get a paying customer is meetup groups um, meetup groups are not that serious specifically in India. Many people RSVP to your meetup group but when it comes to attending there are a very few people who actually are serious to attend but in other countries like US and UK um, these are very good places to meet other people network with them and get your first paying customers. And the third place to get paying customers is the most obvious one which is friends and extended families. Um, these will generally be the first people who will trust you with their money with their trust Um, and if you can service them if you can leverage this then why not go ahead and leverage it because those first few customers will give you the confidence will give you the high that no other thing in your business can get you so these were the three places to get paying customers which was in our uh, previous podcast you can listen to it for more details now coming back to this week's episode One thing that I have seen time and again is entrepreneurship is not an easy journey. It is a lonely journey and also there are lots of um, ifs and buts going on in here. And also you need to understand that it is not a sure short way to success. You have to do a lot of hard work um, to get there. And also... Um, It all depends on the attitude of a person. Trust me, um, that is one of the things um, which will either make you successful or fail more than um, anything else. Because if you have um, the skill of persisting, if you know what you want to do through entrepreneurship, the clarity and persistence and hard work and smart work is what will get you there. But um, to get uh, there are some days like uh, we already discussed in our previous podcast where um, everything is going fine for you, but you still feel like a failure because your business does not grow um As quickly as you want it to be, you might be thinking, Okay, three years down the line, I want to be making x um turnover, but that is not what happens in entrepreneurship um Sometimes it takes more time and sometimes it 's just about um you know being in the market day in and day out, no matter how many people reject you, close their um doors on your face, and some people are especially rude right they're just say um they just say mean things to you probably due to um so many reasons like they being jealous or um they're just outright rude people out there so one thing that i have seen which many people don't talk about um out loud is the mindset it is the mindset of an entrepreneur to making uh, sure that his business is successful so today we are going to talk about the four mindsets for successful business because trust me i have i meet so many small and medium business owners as part of my um everyday sales um, calls because I am into digital marketing, which is a service which every small and medium business needs. Even the big businesses need it. And most of them are are doing it because of the budgets that they have. But small and medium businesses, if they're first generation entrepreneur, they still don't give importance to marketing and they just don't understand digital marketing at all. So I have seen um, this day in and day out. And the only difference that I find uh, between somebody who is um, very successful and somebody who is not there yet or who has failed is all in the mindset of the business person. Because as a business person, as a business owner, you are the one who is um, giving a direction to your business, right? Uh, You are the wholesale leader out there who has to define these directions for your business. And if you don't have the right kind of mindset, then your business is going to fail. So that is the reason today we are going to touch about the four mindsets for successful businesses. Number one, this is the most obvious one, but most of the people don't take it seriously. And I am really, really surprised regarding why that is and the number one mindset for successful businesses you are in business not charity right please write it down put put it up on um in a place where you can see it every day uh, make a post it out of it uh, post it on your laptop post it on your uh, bathroom mirror post it um on on your phone or post it um on in a house uh, in a gym uh, at your house but whatever it is If you are planning to start out a business, then you have to have this itched in your mind, which is you are in business, not charity. So uh, what does that mean? We all know we are in business, right? But what uh, what is this distinction between being in business and not in charity? So when you have just entered the market, you don't know your price ranges right so sometimes we um, undercharge for our services most of us undercharge um, there are a very few people who overcharge and then they correct their price but most of us definitely undercharge but undercharging is still fine uh, other people what they do is just to get rid of the competition or just to get that one customer they even undercut the undercharge. So, for example, if a, s- a specific service is um, approximately 20,000 bucks or uh, let us say $100, we just undercut it, right? We um, Since you are new in the market, you don't have credentials to prove to your client and you have this... Um, burning desire to get at least that one paid customer outright so when you go to the customer and you tell them okay for my services i'll be charging 100 dollars the customer generally comes back and says you know what that is not under in my budget or that that is too pricey for me at this point of time And then because you don't want to lose this one customer after so many days of trying and trying, probably months of trying, you found this one customer and you just don't want to let them go. So in that case, you say, okay, fine, let us start with a trial run. Let us start with a 50 percent discount, which is too steep. But I still have to get this one customer and start Get getting things done because if I don't have a customer, I don't have experience to show to my next customer, right? So you go ahead and give that 50% discount, you start on a trial basis. But the problem is once you start on a trial basis, you can never revise that price. So there is the saying that you can always always quote a higher price and come down, but if you quote a lower price, you cannot go down anymore. So But many people do it just uh, because they want to start out on this um, journey or just because they want to, you know, get over their competition. They want to ruin their competition. But at the end of the day, you're not ruining your competition. Competition is good. Having competition in the market is the best thing that can happen to you. With lower prices, you are just ruining the market because for your customer, you whatever you are charging is um like the what can you say it is like the roof or the ceiling for him. So whatever he negotiates with the next vendor will start with this as a standard. So you are setting up standards for your own market, and by underpricing, you are setting very low standards, right? So you are just not ruining your competition. You are also ruining your market. But for the same amount of um, money, you would have to do all the services, which is not profitable for you. So every time you go out in the market, you talk about your service or you price your service, please always go through this mindset of you are there in business. You are not in the business for charity. So please, please, please do consider this First mindset. Otherwise, you will not be able to sustain this in the long run. You will have you will have to hire staff, you will have to hire a office, um, you would have to rent out an office and you cannot do it if you're not making enough money out of it, right? You have a family to sustain as well. So please think about this. The first mindset that you need to have for a successful business is you are in business, not charity. The second mindset that I see most of the business people lack is you have to read your customer. Most of us have a standard sales pitch that we use across all our clients, which definitely does not work because every customer is different. Every business model is different. Specifically, if you are in a service uh, business like we are, we are into digital marketing service. So if you are in a digital, If you are in a service um, business like we are, probably if you are in a product business, then you cannot tweak it for each customer, which still makes sense. So whoever likes it, buys it. Whoever does not uh, like it will not buy it. So there is always the distinction. But if you are a service provider, then you would always, always have to read your customers and pitch to them accordingly. That is what I say. Um, That is what I mean when I say read your customer, because Each customer has different priorities, each customer has a different business model and each customer comes with different pain points. And each customer's target audience is different. So it really does not work out if you have one standard sales pitch for everybody. Um, For some customers, probably you would have to highlight the pricing. For other customers, you would have to probably highlight the service that you are going to provide to them. And for some other customers, you would have to highlight the advantages that they have when they buy a service like yours. So it all depends on the customer. First, try to understand your customer, ask them, Why are we meeting? Um, It's just not a sales call at the end of the day. He has given you his time, his most valuable asset, which is his time. That means he has a need. He is not just doing a favor for you by calling you for a client meeting, right? He might have a need or he is actually looking to get more information regarding something. And there is a reason why he is doing it. He might not be randomly doing it for no reason. But it's okay, some people still want to randomly do it, but you need to know what they're doing it for, how serious they are. So read your customers always so that you can tweak your sales pitch according to their priorities. That is the second successful mindset, which is read your customer. Now, third is networking don't ever, don't ever 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 stop networking it could be a family function it could be um just a social um club that you are attending or it could be you out there having a party whatever you are doing If you are a businessman, then you can never, ever, never stop networking because you never know where your next paying customer is going to come out from. And, uh, you know, the best part of networking is even though that one person may not give you business, he will always um, have a circle of influence. He will have a few friends. He will have extended families. He will have his own colleagues. So there's so many people that he can Talk to about your product or service too. So always remember, you are always actively in networking. Sometimes it is really very tiring. So you might have to take a break. So take a break. That is still fine. But talk about your business. Talk about your product or service whenever you are out there with people. Um, so whenever you are out there, probably gymming, probably jogging, probably um, you are um out um in the local train or probably you are traveling somewhere in an aeroplane, wherever you go, you talk about your business. I know that is really uh, tiring. And if you are an introvert like me, then it is all the more difficult to talk to strangers. But don't be salesy when I say Talk about your business or network. Don't be salesy. You just have to introduce yourself. You talk about uh, then the next question definitely is what do you do? And then you can talk a bit about your business, but make it interesting. Even if you talk about your business in a um, single liner or two lines, you make it interesting so that they come back to you and ask you more about what you do. But never, ever, never stop networking if you are a businessman because Trust me, you never know from where you will get business. For example, let um let me talk to you about an experience I just had this week. I am part of a business networking organization wherein we have a business meeting every week on Thursdays early morning. So I went um so just um We the member is expected to attend each and every meeting. So I went out there and we have a concept of visitors wherein um, people just visit the chapter. These are serious businessmen who come down to us, attend the meeting and um, talk to different people. So um, one of my, uh, one of the people, one of the members in the business um, networking organization brought a visitor, her friend, um, who is into marketing, but he... um, specifically he works with one of the automobile companies only so he's uh, like a contractor who works with them he's not a standard employee and um, I just chatted up with him I gave him my card and um, he didn't have a need for digital marketing because he was uh, he, they already um, so it's a I huge automobile company and they have their own agency that deals with brand, uh, branding and digital marketing and they didn't have a need for my services so he outrightly told me I don't have a need for your service because I'm a contractor as well at this company and my sphere of influence is very less and then I asked him about his spouse and he said she was working with a preschool and since we already have a client in preschool whom we were able to show amazing amazing results I just asked Ask them smilingly, why don't you introduce me to your wife so that probably I can look for an opportunity. We are already working with this XYZ preschool and we are showing them amazing results. We have increased their admissions from 20% to 70% since we started working with them on the digital marketing uh, front. So maybe I can help um, your wife's school also and it was just random conversation that we were having I, I was not being too pushy I did not ask uh, him for his wife's number specifically but I told him probably this could help her you know because we are already doing this and we have had these uh, results which are amazing and we can also do the same for your wife's school and he was not very interested he said okay let me talk to her probably I um, some one of these days she would come to your business meeting and then you can talk to her more about it and we just left it at that because um, when you meet a stranger uh, who does not have a need for your service and who also doesn't show too much of interest you should know when to stop talking or pitching about your product or service which is which I know because I have been in the market day in and day out and I see so many of these um, happening and uh, trust me personally I'm not a very salesy person because I don't like people being salesy towards me if somebody comes and starts pitching and pitching and pitching about their business then I would definitely not want to give business to that person because that would be too salesy for me Um, so I really am not into that kind of thing myself I'm more into education and information passing to my customers and if they feel that trust is there they will come come back to me. And trust me, 90% of the prospects that I go to, I always convert them using this philosophy of not being too salesy. So we ended that conversation um, with a positive note, assuming that he would invite his wife sometime and then we would get to meet her. But after that, nothing happened. You know, it was a random conversation. I forgot. I got into... um, working on my other clients and stuff because you cannot just hold on to one person, right? So um, at the end of the day, what happened is this week, just today morning, he messaged me on WhatsApp, introducing himself. And I was like, and I remembered him because we had this whole conversation um, of doing a digital marketing um, strategy for their business, um, uh, for the business that he's working in, which is a huge automobile company. And then I said, Hello, how are you? Yes, I remember what's been happening. And then He sent his wife's number to me because he said, you know, they are in need of a digital marketing company and I remembered you. So I gave her your number and this is her number as well. Probably you could call and both of you could talk and something could work out. And it really struck me because it has been a month since I met this guy and I completely forgot about him. But I handed my card anyways because we have had some interesting discussion regarding his wife and the digital marketing part for his own company so I was wondering oh and then it really struck me because he remembered and he referred me to somebody else right I don't know whether it will work out or not because I just got the lead today morning I still have to call them uh, I will be calling them on Monday I don't know what will happen whether the commercials will work out whether will be the right fit for their company uh, for their business or not or um, whether We take things forward or not, right? But still, the most important thing is it happened because of networking. Because I went out to him, I talked to him, I handed over my business card and I did not push him too far for the sale right then, right? So please remember, networking is as effective as you can make of it. So the third most important mindset for being a successful business is never, ever, ever forget about networking. Number four educate your prospect trust me there's so many businesses out there which don't add any value to their customer the customer when he started his journey with this particular vendor will always be as ignorant as he was probably years down the line so I always feel that when I go and talk just about my services they, there is a comparison, right? There is always a comparison in the market. So, whenever I go and talk to my customer or uh, my prospects about my services, they always ha- uh, do comparison between the commercials only. They don't See, they don't know how well you do your services better than your competitor, right? They don't know how your working style is because they they don't know you. You're a complete total stranger and they have a need which most of them don't know they have any need. You go and you create that need as well. But when it boils down to whether you get the project or not, they always compare against the commercials between you and your competitor because they think, Your competitor is as good as you, right? So one thing that I have seen time and again is whenever I go to a prospect, I'm not too salesy, number one. But number two and the most important thing that I do is I always educate my prospect. I always tell them, you know, you should understand why you are trying to take this service. It is just not about. Um, so when I go to my prospects, the most common thing that they talk about is um, they ask you about uh, social media marketing, because that is what everybody understands. Nobody understands about SEO. Nobody understands about content marketing. They only understand about social media. So just they just say, OK, I need a Facebook page. And I'm like, why? So everything that we talk about to a prospect is always a question from my side because I want to understand how much they know about what they're talking about because most of the people trust me, they just want to do things which other people are doing and they just don't understand how it works with their business, whether it is needed or not. So most of them just talk about, okay, I need a Facebook page and I'm like, why do you need a Facebook page? What have you seen? What do you know about a Facebook page and how do you think it will add value to your? business. And trust me, 99% of the people will not be able to answer this one question regarding why why they need that particular service. And that is where you pitch in and you educate your customer and you tell them for your specific domain. And trust me, most of these people, though are into B2B, they don't understand why they need a Facebook page or why LinkedIn page is more appropriate than a Facebook page. They just want to be on Facebook because everybody else is on Facebook. That's it. They don't understand whether it is needed for them, whether it will add any value to them. Or at the end of the day, what is it that they want to gain out of this process? Right. So that is when I tell them, you know, for your business, probably because you are in a B2B sector, Facebook does not add much value to you. But having an active LinkedIn profile will definitely help. So that is how my conversation generally goes at the end of the day. We generally have a discussion of one hour to two hours. Trust me, I would um, you never know time with me when you spend um when you come to me as a prospect because i make it more interesting so when i ask them questions my next answer is a um, is an example that I take from the answers they gave me to my questions right so I make it more relatable I make it very simple I make them understand and then I educate them I tell them this is not the right thing for you I outright tell them because see for for me it is so easy to sell that service because that person is asking me for that one specific service so I can always quote some price and then take that business But for me, it doesn't work out like that because, at the end of the day, if it is not valuable to my customer, then I feel like I cheated. Um, them and i am not in this game for cheating anybody i am a very honest person and i would hate it if somebody cheated me because i didn't know why it was important for me right so i don't um, do that so i generally educate my prospects even if that, that that does mean that i tell them this service is not appropriate for you so i don't think we are the right fit or sometimes it so happens that some other service may be more appropriate to them than the service that they are asking for so I always educate them and I tell them this is how and I also tell them this is how you need to take this process. If, even if you are going to my competitor to buy this service, if commercials don't work out between us, you still need to ask these questions to um, your service provider and make sure that they are doing the right thing for your business. So it all Sometimes it feels very strange that I educate them and they go to my competitors. But what I feel is if you educate them, you build trust. And when you build trust, it brings credibility with it. And when credibility comes, no matter what you do, your prospect is very happy with you. So um, always remember educating your prospect is the best thing thing and they will become your paying customer for sure if they understand what you're talking about so make it simple educate your prospect so that's it folks those are the four mindsets for successful businesses let me quickly recap number one is you are in business not charity number two read your customers so change so you can change your sales pitch accordingly number three networking never ever ever forget Networking no matter where you are. Number four, educate your prospect. I hope you liked our uh, this week's podcast. We will be talking more about small and medium businesses. Um, their pain points, how to market them. We'll be talking about social media. We'll be talking about social media case studies. We also have an active blog, which we update every week on Monday. Uh, You can check out that blog as well. It is at uh, www.brandingbypixels.com forward slash blog forward slash that is www.brandingbypixels.com Forward slash B L O G forward slash. You can also hit me up uh, regarding topics that you would want to hear from me uh, at Siddisha at the rate branding by That is my email ID. It is spelled as S-I-R-I-S H A at the rate B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G B Y P-I-X-C-L-S We also do workshops for businessmen and women to train them on digital marketing and why it is important. So if you have a need or if you have a small company that you want us to come over and talk to, if you are in Hyderabad, India, um, it would be most preferable. So you can also drop me an email regarding this. Subscribe to my blog so you get updates regarding all the new topics that we will be covering every week on our website thank you so much for hearing my last episode um, the three places to get paying customers got around 17 listens I am so grateful thank you folks thank you so much for encouraging me it really makes me happy Um, it really makes me proud that I'm able to help a fellow entrepreneur if you want to listen to more interesting topics please do subscribe to my podcast and I would love to hear back from you Thank you so much for your time. Have a great weekend ahead. This is Sidisha Varma, founder, chief strategist at BrandingByPixels.com, which is a visual content and digital marketing company from Hyderabad, India. See you soon. Bye-bye.